It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Tisha Morris started her career as an attorney, and now she's a feng shui consultant, certified life coach, energy healer, and yoga instructor. And she is here today on Amy's Table. Hi, Tisha. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Good. You know, feng shui, interesting thing. It's thousands of years old, but when did it arrive in the States? Yeah, that's a great question. It really is somewhat new to the Western world, and probably about 50 years ago was it really first really embraced um, by the West. And, you know, what I always say is, uh, you know, a lot of my book is talks about clutter, and you know, clutter was not much of a problem 4,000 BC. Right. <laughs> and it's become a new um, subcategory, so to speak, of feng shui. And I always say you have to clear the clutter before you can even start on anything else having to do with feng shui. So that's why clutter has become such a big part of the feng shui, um, the feng shui, you know, feng shui in your home. Definitely. So what you're saying is it doesn't matter how you situate your furniture, what colors you use. If you're filled with clutter, there's just you're not going to reap the benefits. That's right. I oftentimes go to people's homes and, you know, they, they so want to, you know, add an emesis to the, their wealth corner or, you know, add a crystal. And, you know, what I tell them is you're, you're only amplifying the clutter you have in this room. <laughs> so there's no, no point in energizing clutter. <laughs> You know, it's so funny, Tisha, because I'm going to make a culinary analogy to what you just said. I talk to people who want to make like a reduction sauce with wine, and I'll say to them, if you take a bad bottle of wine and reduce it, you're going to get a really bad reduction sauce. (laughs) So it's kind of the same thing with the feng shui, you know? If you put that crystal in the corner, but things aren't looking so good, you're just going to have really bad bad energy happening. Well, okay, so first steps to getting started. I told you before we came on the air, I, I grabbed the book, looked at it. Was I just I just loved this whole topic. And first thing I did was clear out my closet. And it is exhilarating. It is, isn't it? It's like a guaranteed feel-good project. I mean, it may not in the when you're in the middle of it, but it is way better than like even exercising you know how you feel you know great after you actually go to the gym and do it well putting out your closet you're going to even feel even better so is that the first step if we want to you know really take care and and feng shui our house is that the first step all the time clean out your closet it doesn't necessarily have to be the closet or a closet um i I think i I chose you know your clothing closet because that's the closet that's most personal to you it's, it's it's where you go it's the closet you use every day for sure it's your clothes which are very personal and you know and your clothes are very representative of, of who you are throughout the day and so this is a good place to start because it really goes to the core of who you are and you know clothes can be can be you know I like to start with with easy projects and work to more difficult ones such as you know the basement or the attic um 
So I do like to start with the with the closet. And I suppose that thought process was starting with easy and then moving into harder is by the time you see the benefits of the easier ones, you have the motivation to do the more difficult ones. Well, I know I, I like the, how you speak about the fact that hallways and, and stairways are kind of like arteries through your house and the energy is moving through them. So we should keep our stairways clear and talk a little bit about that whole phenomenon. Yeah, one of the things, or one of the main reasons I got into feng shui is I um, purchased a home um, a few years back, and it needed a major renovation that I didn't really sign up for, that I knew of, at least. Mm -hmm. And I noticed as I was making changes to the house, um, changes, the same correlating changes were happening within myself. And so every aspect of our home is an aspect of ourself on some level, uh, physically, mentally, or emotionally. And the stairway, the stairways and the hallways, as you mentioned, are like the breath and the body. And you can literally, when you move things out of your hallway, whether it's a piece of furniture that's too big for it or just, you know, clutter, your breathing literally changes. I often uh, do this with clients, and they're, they're pretty stunned. So you can really see the results. So in reality, your uh, environment, your home, your habitat is, you know, any move you make in that you're going to feel in your physical body as well. Well, you know, I think it's interesting that numerology sort of plays into feng shui and that that there's so much meaning in so many elements. But you talk about the number 27 and and how important it is to change 27 things. Now, I'm sure some people are listening going, okay, what? Change 27 things? What kind of things are you talking about? Yeah, it can be um, something as simple as, you know, moving a something on an end table. Or it can be something as, uh, you know, you can give away 27 things. You know, the, the, the book is based on or, or kind of a centered around a Chinese proverb that says, if you want to change your life, move 27 things in your home. And, and yes, it is partly based on the numerology of the number 27, which is, numerologically speaking, is the number nine. Two plus seven is nine, which is about completion and new beginnings. Mm-hmm. So it, it really is about um, you know, wrapping up and, and moving on to something new. Well, I know you've got a website that's got more information, and the book does as well. The book is called Feng Shui, Your Life, The Quick Guide to Decluttering Your Home and Renewing Your Life by Tisha Morris. And what's your website, Tisha? You can get to my website from fengshuiyourlife.com. You can also get there through my name, Tisha Morris, T-I-S-H-A-M-O-R-R-I-S. And you can find Tisha on Facebook, too. We're Facebook friends. I look for all your feng shui tips. So, (laughs) Well, great information. I'll put Tisha's information on amystable.com as well. But check it out. Try just changing 27 things. See what happens. Thank you, Tisha. Thank you so much. So, you know, I really did start by clearing out my closet after getting Tisha's book, and it is cathartic. It feels great. And you don't want to start too big as you try to do these 27 things, or you will just be frustrated. If you empty all of your belongings out onto the front yard, you've got yourself a big project. So take it a bite at a time. Start with the closets. Then your drawers. What if it's just one drawer at a time? And, you know, after I got on my closet kick, I was over at the container store, and there are these little inserts in the for socks that you can put inside your drawers. But how great for lingerie, 
for stockings, for accessories, or even your junk drawer. But go one drawer, one shelf, one spot in your home at a time. And then the doorways that Tisha was talking about, interesting thing. You might find you have some doorways in your house that you're taking for granted that are not fully clear. Whether they don't open or close fully based on some obstacle in the way, whether maybe you're storing something on the back of the door or behind the door, which with feng shui is an absolute no-no. Try moving from the closets and the drawers and the shelves to your doorways. And then the hallways that Tisha talked about, that is sort of like the life, the breath moving through your home. And you want the energy to move through those hallways, but you don't want it to move so quickly that it can fly out the front door, at least from a feng shui perspective. So if you've got a very large front hall, you might consider putting a table in that'll sort of slow down that energy at the front door. However, if you've got too much furniture in your front hall or entryway, you want to move that out because you're also blocking the energy. And then artwork is something else to consider in feng shui. Look at what's in your artwork. What is it depicting? And you may very well be feeling like it. You got a battle scene in the living room? You got something a little bit aggressive in the bedroom? Just take a look at what your your artwork is actually showing you every day and, and consider moving it around or changing it. And then, you know, you really have to sort of consult a feng shui expert about rearranging all of the furniture and the colors and where you put things in your home based on the bagua chart, which is sort of a blueprint. It's it's Divided into little segments, and it talks about where your love, your health, your money, uh, all of those sections of your home are. And you know what? I'm going to put a link to a Bagua chart on amystable.com. But you can take that chart and you can apply it to your entire home. You could lay that chart on your desk at the office and apply the chart just to your desk and start to put symbolism and intention uh, really everywhere you live. I know it all sounds a little new wagey, but you know what? Here's the deal. It has been around for 5,000 years, and there are some prominent corporations in America that believe in feng shui. Uh, One right here in Cincinnati that's uh, quite a big corporation, and then somebody uh, quite well-known, Donald Trump, has all of his buildings feng shui. So It's definitely worth looking into. And what's the worst case? You're going to have a clean closet, cleared shelves, and cleared out hallways. So I'm going to put all of these tips and more on amystable.com. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q102.